Welcome to Not So Chronic, a place where we discuss the real truth in healing ourselves from chronic diagnosis. My name is Sarah and I'm a self-healers coach for women who want to step into the healer and leader they are born to be. Think of this podcast as your radical guide in unleashing yourself from all the BS you were told and awaken yourself to your power, your worth and your innate ability to heal yourself. Through our stories from suffering and diagnosis to real healing and transformation, we are the revolution. We are not so chronic. So something I hear often in the healing collective is this sense that if they manifest another pain or symptom or an infection, then they have done something wrong or they are going backwards or they are not healing actually or they you know they kind of revert back to all of that stuff that they've been working so hard in releasing and transmuting and healing and so I just wanted to firstly remind us all that healing is lifelong It doesn't mean that we'll heal a certain symptom or a certain disease for our whole life, but it means that the the path of healing is lifelong. Life is the pursuit of healing ourselves, right? On every layer, on every level, unleashing ourselves from every limiting belief, everything that we've been taught that is not true. Traumas passed down over the generations. And let's not forget that symptoms are not just physical ailments and you know pain in the body and all these different things that we know as the definition of a symptom a symptom is any physical expression that shows you there is disharmony there is unease there is misalignment so we can have symptoms in our relationships symptoms to do with money symptoms to do with all kinds of things in our life. This is showing us or it's attempting to show us and lead us to us realizing that somewhere, somehow we are not living in our truth. You know, a symptom like always being rushing around and being late and then when you're late, you get irritated and when you're irritated, this happens. This is a pattern. This is a pattern. This is a way of being and we can get locked in to our patterns and then we navigate our life from those patterns and then we say things that become our core beliefs like there's no time there's not enough money I don't have enough I can't do that there's no decent men out there these are all core beliefs that we hold that we then magnetize in we attract in the exact situation to validate our core belief We manifest symptoms of unease like a relationship that doesn't serve us, that just repeats an old pattern. If we have a core belief that we are not worthy or that true love doesn't exist or that everybody's a cheater and a liar and then we attract in a cheater and a liar, that's a symptom that there is inner work to do. Look at your core beliefs. So there are tiny ways that we self-abandon here and there and we might not think that that's not you know important it's not a huge thing it doesn't shape our reality but what we're forgetting is that our body is 
always listening. The body, the 15 trillion cells that are all individually conscious are all listening and reacting and manifesting in relation to how we direct it, what we think, what we say, what we call in. And so even in a tiny way that we are self-abandoning, when we don't want to do something, but we say, okay, yeah, that's fine. That's no problem because there's some inner need. We want to be accepted. We want to be liked. We don't want um, to hurt someone. We don't want to be abandoned. Based on these needs that we have, we may revert back to self-abandoning And then through self-abandoning, we manifest symptoms in our life. Not only physical symptoms of illness, but yes, that included. Because ultimately, um, a lesson in life, in the work of manifestation, is that we always get what we need. We always get what we need. One thing that we don't have um, control over is how the universe will give us what we need the intricacies of how we're going to meet our soulmate, how we're going to heal the chronic illness, how we're going to set up um, our soul business, how we're going to do whatever it is we want to do. The hows take care of themselves and we just show up, do our inner work and make choices that align with ourselves, with our truth and learn how to lean into trusting that the hows are already being taken care of. So if we have got a symptom, let's have an example. Let's say, we, let's say we've got financial stress, core beliefs, there's not enough money, money doesn't grow on trees, money's hard to come by, I'm from a poor family, poverty's all I know, I couldn't even imagine having tens of thousands of pounds. And then let's say we get up, we're feeling pretty good today, but then something breaks in the house and that's an unexpected bill that's going to be very expensive and then maybe we however we respond and react to that and we deal with that and maybe we freak out and maybe we oh my god how am I gonna pay for this now this now this and that's gonna set me back and now I'm gonna have to do this and now I'm gonna have to do that right then we go through all of that experience we deal with that and then maybe even in the same day something else happens Let's say the thing that we want to do in order to get the money that we believe this is the way forward, this is the way, this is the way, right? Because this is tied in with our core beliefs that we, that we get so sure that um, we have to do this thing to get the desired result. So maybe we decide, okay, I'm going to go really, I'm going to go really hard on my, um, on my content, or I'm going to, you know, do my email marketing and I'm going to, um, aim for some new clients. Cause then that money will pay for whatever that thing was that broke or whatever. Right. But then let's say the laptop won't work. Let's say you're having some weird random issue with technology with YouTube with your microphone it's not plugging in it always plugged in and now it's not plugging in something's run out of battery the charger won't work for example for example and then the very thing that you're trying to do to get the money to sort out that other symptom to try to get yourself in alignment here is not working 
And depending on your core beliefs, you will be reacting in a certain way. Now, this whole, I've given you this example because this is something that I know very well. And my reactions would be deeply rooted in anger, frustration, irritation, which really, when we look at anger, anger really is just a variation of fear. So now that I have a firm foundation in my inner work, I know that when I start to feel frustrated and irritated, I can ask myself, what am I afraid of here? What's going on here? Right? Why am I getting so impatient? What is the rush all about? And then I can dive in and I can see that I'm so hyper-focused on this one thing I'm doing being the thing to get money. And then I forget, you know, like money can come to us in all kinds of ways but I'm not open because I've been hyper-focused on it being this one way and there's all these other ways the hows of the universe you know trying to figure things out for us and and bring the things in that we need because we always get what we need but I'm hyper-focused over here on all this stress stress irritation frustration my body mind internalizes those emotions um, in my digestive system as well as sinus pain as well as um, getting really hot and then when I get really hot I manifest brain fog also jaw pain probably because I'm clenching my jaw as well out of the anger so here is an example of where physical symptoms are manifesting although I'm not chronically ill and I'm healing and I'm doing my inner work but you know life flows and we have to we are being invited to learn how to flow with life we are being invited if we can lean into the trust of life if we can get ourselves to be so vulnerable that we can say I'm open to receiving what I need to receive and I'm willing to let go of this you know, charging ahead uh, mentality that I have that's like, it's all relying on me. Like, I have to do everything. It's down to me. And then when things don't go my way and I start to revert back into like states of powerlessness, victimhood, like I remember feeling victimized by my computer or my phone because it's not working. And I start to say something like, Oh my goodness, why is why are you doing this to me? I would I <laughs> I used to have this fight with my computer so often. Why are you doing this to me? Why now? You know, like I would arrange my day so that today would be the day that I would edit a whole load of YouTube videos or something, right? But that would be the day that the fan on my laptop would break. That would be the day that like something else would happen and it just wouldn't load. It needed an update. The update takes 10 hours. And I'm like, well, now I have to push everything back. And I don't want to focus like, too much on anger because I know everyone listening here doesn't have the same pattern as me. My pattern has been anger and frustration and impatience, which is really just fear, fear and distrust. I'm not trusting that everything is going to work out. It's already happening. The money is already mine. The money that I need is already coming to me. Now, look, this isn't about just being hopeful and like um, stepping back and saying like, if I pray, like maybe it will just come and it will just appear. 
It's in healing all of this stuff coming up. The symptom here is the anger. It's not even really the physical illnesses that I'm mentioning, you know? Because look, let's go further into this. If I manifest uh, bloating and stomach ache because I'm so stressed, um, jaw pain and migraine because it's all in my head and I'm getting so irate, if I go and take a painkiller, even if that's plant medicine painkillers, but I carry on in that state of anger. I carry on in that state of rigidity, trying to control everything, being hyper-focused on this one thing while completely blocking off all the other avenues that are trying to reach me and trying to give me what I need. It's almost like you can imagine I'm sitting here and there's like 10 people behind me and they're all like, they have what I need in their hands. And I'm like, don't speak to me. I'm busy. I'm doing this. Like, I'm busy. Can't you see that I'm busy? I'm trying to make this I'm trying to make this work over here. And that's actually what it is. And so then if we are just symptom managing, symptom relieving every time the pattern repeats itself. Um for example, a pattern of mine, an old pattern of mine used to be UTI infections. If we just keep manifesting the UTI infection, taking the course of antibiotics, going on with our life, manifesting UDI infection, taking the antibiotics, carrying on with our life, then we are stuck in a pattern. And it might not always be a UTI. It might be once a UTI and then something else. It might be in different parts of the body as well. It doesn't necessarily have to be the same body, the same symptom. But maybe the needs and core beliefs around that symptom are the same. Or what we get out of manifesting that illness are, are relatively the same, right? Because again, that's what I'm talking about, hows. The universe will take care of the hows. So if I need to manifest a UTI infection, not necessarily because it's in that area of my body, not necessarily because of what a UTI infection means or anything like that, but I just needed something to get me to maybe stop maybe reassess, maybe look at other areas of my life, maybe there's all kinds of things going on. Maybe I've also been neglecting my diet, maybe all kinds of things. Maybe I've been so hyper-focused on this one thing that I need to get money, that I haven't been sleeping right, that I haven't been socializing, that I haven't been um, a good friend, that I've, I've been not good to myself. I've been missing my morning meditation because of my fixation that there's no time, that there's not enough time. And so maybe my body manifested an illness to say, hey, Sarah, whoa, come back. You're losing yourself again. Come back. Here you are. Find your center. Let's say I repeat the pattern again. And let's say I don't manifest again a UTI infection because look, infections need bacteria. They need physical causes as well. It's just like if I manifest the situation where I fall over and I hurt myself right? Let's say I fall over and I wound myself badly to the point where the benefits of that wound in the sense of making me stop, making me slow down, making me see what's going on here, making me um, maybe nurture myself. Because if I injure my leg, I'm, I might be inclined to do some very gentle yoga and love myself and, you know, take a break. The same as the UTI, maybe, potentially. So it's not that it's not that every single thing is related specifically to every single symptom and illness. It's that the universe takes care of how and the universe will uh, take care of that how based on you know what you are attracting in, what we need for our next healing lesson. We could say like life is healing school. We're all in healing school or healing academy, we could call it. We will get the thing that we need 
to up level and so the um, a couple of months ago when I manifested tonsillitis and I was self-healing and self-treating and it was going fine but it's a little slower you know because we are used to the quick fix culture of allopathic medicine with all its hundreds of side effects which aren't so quick they might come you know years later um but I um I was getting impatient so my unhealed pattern of anger and frustration and impatience was coming up and I just wanted it to be over already in my mind I had things to do places to go I didn't have time for drinking all this turmeric and feeling a bit of self-pity and not being able to use my throat because the tonsillitis was really quite bad it's the worst case I've ever had and when I was chronically sick I manifested tonsillitis two or three times a year it was getting on about two weeks and I was just like I'm so over this and I was doing my inner work I knew it was related to my throat but I like life had been going on fine like I was like not seeing a connection with what I know what the throat symbolizes self-expression I was feeling like look I'm not um I don't need this right I don't I don't need this right now it's very inconvenient and I had to laugh and smile and love myself because that's how I used to talk about flares flares are so inconvenient they like mess everything up it's like we get so focused on there being a timeline our timeline that we think this is the only way that the order of things have to go and that a flare or an accident a burn a sprain some kind of injury some kind of infection some kind of pain in the body maybe an sdi maybe food poisoning maybe an ingrowing toenail or a rash or a really painful bleed, you know, or just pain out of nowhere that resembles pain we used to have when we were chronically sick. And we just think like, this is not what I need right now. This is putting me behind. I see this come up a lot. And that is why in my course that I run, I specifically look at the core beliefs and patterns around time because this is an area uh, of deep healing. And then we have all other kinds of symptoms that can come, unexpected bills, relationship breakdown, some kind of catastrophe, a stress at work, dramas in your friendship circles, things breaking, someone letting you down you know, and then another person lets you down and you're thinking like, what is up with everyone? Why is this happening to me? Why now? This is so inconvenient. Hey love, if you're enjoying the show and you're ready to connect with self-healers, attend powerful coaching masterclasses and get access to restoring and revitalizing self-healing practices, head over to notsochronic.com. As a huge thank you for being here on the show, you get an exclusive Not So Chronic discount to join us in our membership, exclusive to Women in Healing, the Self-Healers Society. You'll get all my best self-healing resources, group support, and powerful coaching all for you in your self-healing. You and your work in the healing arts will be guided supported and celebrated and you will have the chance to come on the show for women in healing ready to share their truth that healing happens 
So head to notsochronic.com and join us in the Self Healers Society. Okay, my love, back to the show. And so I want to speak to the default assumption that we have done something wrong, right? Which is really just expressing some lingering sense of, I still don't think I'm good enough. I still don't think I'm worthy. I'm still self-doubting, right? And we're still operating from a powerless state where the default assumption is, I've done something wrong. So I really want to remind everybody that you are not being tested in the sense of more victimization, but you are being asked to validate your feelings, whatever you feel, if you feel victimized. Like I felt victimized 100% when I was with that throat infection and it got worse and worse and worse. And uh, I didn't tell you the whole story. So what happened was, no, I should say first it was getting better. It was getting better, but I had my pattern of impatience and I was getting all, you know, default, um, unhealed core beliefs and patterns. And I went to see a doctor, an allopathic doctor, and they prescribed antibiotics and I took the antibiotics, right? And look, I'm a woman in healing. I'm not, it's not that I'm a hypocrite. It's not that I say, I, and you, in fact, you will never hear me say, you know, never take medication, never do it. You'll never hear me say that because look, I'm healing too, right? And I'm deeply programmed to, to be like quick fix, want to get it over with. And I have all the antibacterial, antiviral, anti-everything um, modalities. I, I live in Bali where like you can meet any healer, you know, I didn't have to go to an allopathic medicine uh, surgery clinic. I could have gone anywhere, but I'm authentic. I'm a woman in healing. I have patterns that I'm healing too. And one of them is to do with time and patience. So I went there. Anyway, I took the antibiotics and um, it turned out, I'll cut a long story short, they were the wrong medicine. I had severe side effects. I went to see another doctor who prescribed different antibiotics, which were, again, the wrong ones. I had side effects. And that then put me into hospital. At that point, I still didn't necessarily need to go to hospital. I could have contacted some of the nurses and the healers here in Bali, and I could have had treatment at home. So what was coming up for me? Why didn't I just have, you know, vitamin C infusions and all the healing modalities and do my inner work? Why did I put myself through the experience of hospital? Well, there was a lot there for me. There was a lot there for me. First of all, there was the core belief or idea that doing it the other way, uh, the natural way, would be more expensive. I think that's a joke now, in hindsight. Um, hospital was very expensive, came to about $2,000 to stay in hospital for seven days, where the only thing really I was receiving was one, one transfusion of antibiotics every 24 hours you know, and the bed, you know, and the food. Well, no, not the food, because I wasn't eating the food, except the fruit. I was ordering my own food every day, three times a day. So, um, side note, um, my body was craving my lemon water in the mornings. My body was craving my kale and my spinach and my juice. And I'd be like in the hospital, like, do you have any kale? And they'd be like, um, we have fried rice. <laughs> Can we just like mention for a moment like what is 
that about in hospital? Like, gosh, when you just, when you see it, when you see how unhealthy, how unhealing our establishments are, you just, you know, wow. Very sterile, you know, I'll give them that. Very clean, 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 clean. But then you're serving me pranalous microwaved disease junk that I'm supposed to put into my body. And also I was paying for it. Anyway, I'm supposed to be cutting a long story short here. Um, the long story short was money. All the stuff about anger and also money and also being cared for. The nurses would come in to check on me and I was like, what do you want? <laughs> I didn't say that, but that was my energy. I was very much like, just leave me alone. I was also getting a little bit uh, victim-y um, because of the money. I was just like, oh my goodness, like what is this? I really didn't need this right now. Like seven whole days in hospital, like what am I actually going to do? Everything's going pushed backwards, so that's more about the time stuff. And I was like, I don't need this test. I'm being tested, blah, blah, blah. I'm not being tested. I knew deep down I wasn't being tested. And then I was speaking to some friends and they were like, oh, it's your throat. So what are you not expressing? And I was like, knew that I would make a podcast and that I would speak to this, that look, just because the throat um, symbolizes this and that, just because your symptom you might be experiencing manifesting like relates to something doesn't necessarily mean that like that's what it is and that's where you should start exploring with your inner work I mean maybe maybe it will be a, a good start for you and it will show you the way but I knew that it was more than just self-expression or like where I was being shy or not speaking for myself it was it was more than that and it wasn't it didn't necessarily have to be a throat infection it could have been anything that would put me in hospital the point was I was lacking self-trust why did I go to that doctor in the first place and I got the wrong antibiotics and I got all the side effects, the side effects that I knew, you know? So then I'm stepping out of victimhood now because now I'm like, I knew that that was, I was signing up to that. We are agreeing. We can't play victim. We can't say, oh my goodness, I took that pill and then like, you know, it made me feel this, 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 or I got that from it. Like what an outrage. No, we agreed. It says on the label, may cause death even, it says on the label. And we are agreeing. There is a silent, culturally accepted agreement when we are doing these things. And so that really pulled me out of any sense of victimization because of the empowerment of remembering that I manifested this, that I chose this subconsciously, that I pulled this, this experience in, that I put myself into a hospital, not consciously. I didn't choose it. I didn't say, I'm gonna go to hospital next week, which is where a lot of the confusion you know, and the anger from people who are not resonating with what I'm saying comes from. And I'm not saying that I did that, but I'm saying that higher aspects of me did that. And um, I was being led to more inner healing. I also healed a lot of relationship stuff while I was in hospital, which is, you might think, what's that got to do with anything? But look, I was in the hospital on my own all day, every day. I couldn't leave. I couldn't go outside. And I walked around the world with my transfusion stuck to my hand and I, and I got back into bed and I just got my journal out and I, I was watching things, I was listening to podcasts, I was just, I was like being led to, hmm, 
I'm going to look at some relationship stuff here because I am blocking. I was aware that I was blocking um, the kind of man that I'm looking for in my life that I am not, well, I was going to say not quite ready to receive, but I don't want to affirm that anymore. I want to affirm that I am ready, but there is, and here I am being like totally authentic with you guys. There's some resistance there. There's some work I'm still doing on believing that I'm, so worthy of um, the kind of man that is the kind of man that I'm looking for, right? And that I won't be inferior to him. Did I manifest, you know, myself a little holiday in a hospital so that I could get a shitload of inner work done? Well, maybe. Yeah. So validate what you feel when you're feeling it. I validated all of that anger that I felt in hospital. I validate, you know, even just yesterday. Yesterday was a Saturday and I wanted, I had some plans for myself and my tummy was being strange and I had a deep abdominal pain. Um, I used a little bit of my basil essential oil and that relieved it a bit, but it was like ongoing. It was all day and I was like, what's going on? And again, yes, physically, probably I made some choices and I ate a vegan uh, kebab the night before and I ate a little later than I usually did. So it's like, yes, yes, yes. There's always physical, you know, uh, occurrences that are giving rise or we could say triggering the symptom to express, to come out, to manifest. But it's still, there's still the orchestration which is coming from ourselves. And so I, I lent into that tummy pain. I validated my experience. I validated how I felt in that moment with that pain. And then I quickly, you know, got to reflecting, thinking, what, where are you leading me? Like, come on, I'm here for it. I'm here. I'm listening and I'm ready. And yesterday was going to be the day that I would plan and feel and record this um, podcast season three. And my original plan was to record all 10 episodes and plan, you know, each episode, what I was going to talk about on each episode. But this tummy pain was like, I really was struggling to concentrate and I had my plans, I had my uh, laptop and I was trying to focus and it was hurting me and I was drinking, drinking, drinking and I was trying to, you know, get the kebab from the night before out of my system. That experience led me to pause and think for a moment. And then some other things happened and I got some downloads and I got some ideas and I put my laptop down. I was like, right, I'm not doing the podcast then, right? So then we could say there was fear there, but I was thinking, I don't feel afraid to get on my podcast, which is something that I used to feel with my throat chakra stuff and being afraid to trigger people, being afraid to speak my truth, being afraid to, you know, say what's what. But I don't have those fears anymore. So I was like, it's not that. So what is it? And then I remember a client yesterday telling me, um, or it was sometime this week, and she was like, don't forget, I'd love to be on your podcast sometime. And I was like, oh, that's it. That's it. It's not, I'm not, I don't, it's not, 
this podcast season shouldn't be me talking, talking, talking every single episode. I gotta invite my girls on here. I gotta make things louder. I gotta make things bigger. Like what a beautiful thing because then it's a community podcast and then they're gonna share it and then they're gonna be seen and it's gonna help them in their healing and share their story. And I was like, yes, 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 yes. And all of that pain in my tummy turned into this fire of action and determination and commitment and willpower and all that beautiful third chakra stuff and I didn't have any pain anymore and I was like boom and I sent an email out to every client I've worked with please be on my podcast and um, I planned this episode that I'm recording right now and the first episode and I just felt really really good and then I had other ideas that came to me and I was like I'm which is funny because fire is the element of the third chakra which is related to the stomach right so um yeah so the thesis statement is that the inner work is the inner work it doesn't matter if the symptom is acute like that tummy pain or it's a chronic ongoing uh issue it 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 doesn't matter if we're talking about a physical symptom we're talking about symptoms in your life and frustrations and things happening and things going on that are not in alignment with you not serving you it's all happening for you it's all happening to support you in your path in your self-discovery so now I just want to speak to the foundation of our healing which is the environment that we live in so Let's imagine our being is a seed and all the inner work is all the ways we can nourish the seed, we can support its growth into this big, beautiful tree, right? The soil is our environment and we can change the soil, we can move the soil, we can, you know, put the seed somewhere sunny, we can invest in more expensive soil, we can do all the healing modalities, we can treat the soil, we can give it more nutrients, we can do inner work and we can heal, heal, heal. But what is in the water that we give to the seed? What is in the soil? What is below the soil and slowly destroying the planet? So we have our own environment and the healthy choices that we make and the healing that we do and our inner work and everything that we do to support our health and healing. But look, there's still the shit show going on out there. Many people now are turning to becoming totally 100% self-sustained because, and going back to the metaphor, the soil is diseased, right? The soil that surrounds the seed of our being is diseased. The air is polluted. The water is full of chemicals. The food, don't even get me started on the food, the trauma inflicted on the billions of animals per day. It's all energy and all energy vibrates and like attracts like. So where do we think all the junk, all the toxins, traumas, fumes, smoke, toxic waste, where do we think that it all goes? Energy doesn't get destroyed. It just changes form. So all that toxic, traumatic energy changes form. Yes, I believe it can manifest as illness and disease. So yes, even the most spiritual, inner healed, vegan, monk, whoever they are, may find themselves manifesting real symptoms, acute symptoms, chronic symptoms, maybe even heart disease, maybe even cancer, all the things. 
As we heal individually, we are helping to heal as a collective. But as long as there is misalignment in the planet, trauma in the planet, toxins in the planet, greed, oppression, exploitation, the destruction of the forest, the destruction of the ocean, the destruction of mother nature, the rivers are full of toxic waste, whole ecosystems barely surviving, systems in place that churn out disease-causing food, disease-inducing medication, disease-inducing systems that condition everyone and future generations to be obedient, powerless, dependent, There's political agendas in place, things we cannot even conceive because it's so twisted. And this is why it's our duty to remember our ancestral heritage back thousands of years to a time before the modern invention of allopathic medicine, a time where we grew our own food, we healed our own manifestations, we lived in harmony with the cycles, a peaceful time before low vibrations of war, fear, scarcity, you know, a time where you could drink from a nearby river and not catch cholera or hepatitis. Because look, healing at large, it's beyond me. It's beyond my individual mission and my egotistical desires, right? We all have ego. We can embrace ego. It's okay to have ego. It's not that's a whole other topic for another time, but we do have egotistical desires and we have our individual soul mission. But we also have a collective mission to heal the planet. In healing ourselves, we do heal the planet, but we're also being called upon for revolution. And healing yourself is an act of revolution against the systems in place. The very fact that claiming that we can heal ourselves and it's met with such disbelief, it shows us that the revolution really has only just begun. So now we get to look beyond only where am I self-denying? Where am I self-abandoning? Where am I not being in my truth? Why have I manifested this illness for myself, for my growth, for my self-discovery? But also... Let's look, where is the planet suffering? Where is the planet being neglected, abandoned, denied? When we see the body as a microcosm of the macro, the universe, we can see that where there's disease and malnourishment in one part of the body, whether that's the digestive system, whether it's in being totally disconnected from ourself, there is disease in the whole body-mind, right? And the planet is the same. Where there is disease in the land, dis-ease in the water, dis-ease in the air, dis-ease being implanted into foods, injected into bodies, genetically modified, the planet is sick. And we wonder why we get sick. This is why my work with my clients is beyond just ourselves. And why inevitably all my clients desire to work in the healing arts as educators and advocates. So I want to ask you, what do you advocate for? Because for me, part of me speaking my truth and educating and advocating for Mother Earth is in educating and advocating for veganism, as well as learning how to self-treat beyond allopathic medicine, where it's possible, learning how to be self-sufficient, And simple education like why we don't want to zap our food with microwaves, why we don't want to overdose on screens and Wi-Fis, why we don't want to use chemical toxic products in our homes and in our skin and on our hair. So that's why I have a whole second business with doTERRA and I help people detoxify what they use at home, reconnect with plant medicine, because ultimately the chemicals out there in the world, it's a supply and demand situation. 
right? Demand for toxic disease-causing food, demand for toxic disease-causing products. So let's eradicate the demand for disease and destruction together. Okay, my loves, I hope you enjoyed this show. And if you did, remember to check out your not-so-chronic discount and join the Self-Healers Society over at notsochronic.com for powerful coaching masterclasses, self-healing practices, and real friendships with real women who heal themselves. We are the revolution. I'm Sarah. See you next time. And remember, healing happens.